It's not about politics, it's about football. This is a simple game. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to pass the ball. He's just going to play football, really. How good of a football player are you? I just get in and try to spin it. That's all. I just love the game. It really is the best time of the year. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the desk of It's Just Football. Trevor Sikama, Mike Renner here with you guys on a Thursday morning, a very special Thursday morning, as it is Trivia Thursday. But we're also combining that with one of our favorite segments that we have during the week, Dogs of the Week, baby. So it is truly the fans' day. It feels like these are the fans' favorite two segments. This is the chat's favorite two segments every single week. And now we're combining it into one super day. Mike, how we feel? Giving the people what they want, right? I'm feeling great. These are, as we said, not just the fans' favorite two segments. My favorite two segments. So in that spirit, let's get into it. If you are new to this show, first of all, what's up? Appreciate you tuning in. Second, Thursday's is trivia day. And it is getting down to the wire here last few weeks of the season that we have for HS Football's inaugural season. What, how it goes is Mike and I are one team. You guys in the chat are another team. We got five wins. You guys got five wins on this season. So what's all on the line today? Tis. It's Tis. all on the line, baby. And I was just telling you before, I did not wear near enough prep to feel good about it today. So let's <laughs> You're see. not supposed to tell people that. Okay, well, I'm just trying to give them some confidence, some overconfidence. To, you're not supposed to, to tell back. them that. You're supposed to just look them straight in the eye and be like, we're winning trivia. There's nothing yeah. you can do about it. Yeah. Well, maybe. Hurtis Russell, our chat champ from yesterday, I saw that he is in the chat. So what's up, Hurtis? You got to represent the chat as we have uh, our trivia. When we give out our multiple choice, if there's ever any a tie for whatever reason in the chat, Hurtis Russell's vote is going to swing it. So the chat champ crowd, very crown is very powerful on a Thursday. Let's get Eli, let's get Stav, let's get Quinn into the show, the production portal boys. You guys, how are we feeling on this Thursday? How are we doing? Oh, don't give me that, Eli. Don't start. Don't start with this I'm early so in the show. I'm so ready to that. Get out I'm of so here. I'm so ready. Guy thinks he's in our head. Quinn, do you think he's in our head? What do you think? No. I don't think so I, No. Because I, so I, I think Mike just straight up said that he wasn't prepared. So I think, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I'm in my own head. So Mike's in his own head. He's in his own head. And I think it'd be like if you like prepared all night, you know, put in the work, watched a bunch of tape, and then you come out and the defense is giving you different looks. It's like, oh, you know. Then I could be. Then like I could now, be. Now I'm right. There's no different but, look. It's all a new look. Yeah. Right. Kind of like when. I'm uh, like Baker Mayfield, first game for the Rams. Exactly. Oof. Or like when a rookie balls out because there's no tape to study of him. Yeah. It's just like. You just got to go out there and play. 100%. I'm really just waiting like halfway through trivia. Mike's going to do the Darnold I'm seeing Ghost out there. (laughs) Wasn't Bryce Bryce Petty who like first year in his NFL career, like going into his second year, he's like, yeah, I actually know like what defenses are now. (laughs) Yeah, that was. He was like, I don't have to ask Madden anymore in the games because like now I know everything. That's uh, always a bad sign when you're trusting Madden over your own ability to read defenses. All due respect to Madden, great coach, of course. But uh, you're kind of going to be able to. That's not going to be us. That's the moral of why I brought it up. That's not going to be us. We're going to be the Baker Mayfield side of this year. Quinn, do we have a trivia question of the day to get our to get the blood flowing a little bit here speaking of quarterbacks yes that was a good segue nate peterman is starting this weekend what what is his career big time (laughs) throw to turnover worthy play uh ratio this is a good one this is a good one now it could it could just be didn't peterman have like six picks in one game um but not all of yeah, those have to so. be turnover-worthy plays. So I guess the Chargers yeah, that's true. back, what, 2016? Yeah, yeah, I feel like he had like five or six in one game. P. 
Peterman. He's had at least good, one right? big time. So he's throw. probably had. I'll give him three big time throws in his career. I'll give him three. How long did you bring around? And then what I'll give him somewhere in the neighborhood of. What draft was Peterman? Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Twenty turnover worthy plays. I say somewhere in the neighborhood of three to twenty. I like three to twenty. <laughs> twenty is twenty. This is so many. Three to twenty. Quinn was laughing, so it's got to be. It can't be good. Well, it's topical. I'm gonna say. Two big time throws. And 14 turnover worthy plays. Hmm. Hmm. That's what I'm gonna go with. Hmm. I'll go two and 14. You're going three and 20? So that would technically be a better ratio than what I said. You're going three and 20? But I'm going three and 20. Victor saying two and 18. Daniel saying one and 69. Probably not. Zach saying four and twenty. Okay, guys. Okay. All right. Calm down. The Burning Ham says one and eight hundred and ninety-four. Daniel says one of six. Hmm. He has more. Oh, than no, six. no, no, no. He's say, he's say, he's saying one sixth would okay. be would be the would so be the somewhere ratio. in the neighborhood of three and eighteen. Then. <laughs> so is it? Do we have to? Do we want actual just big time throws and turn over the place or the actual simplified? Ratio. Actual uh, big time throws. Both and both. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I wasn't going to say like one seventh or two twelfths. I think, two it's, I think it's either two and 14 or two okay. and 15. Three, I'm the, going, three to I'm 20. Going, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what that's going to be. Okay. I, I don't know if he's made that many starts. Nah, I, I'd give him that many attempts. Three to 20. 20 is just a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. 20 is a lot. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. 20 is egregious. Yeah. Well, he's not good also. So. Well, he hasn't been great. Matt said, what a question out here. Ipso facto, he is good because he's starting an NFL game. James is saying four of 20. Michael's saying four of 20. Come on, guys. Come on. Grow up. Grow what up. It, bro? Grow up. Brock's saying three and 15. Another Brock, a second Brock in the chat. Wow, we might have to have a, a Brock duel here to find out who's the one to rule them all. It says two of 22. Brock Walsh says that. Mm. Phillips saying six of nine. Grow up! <laughs> Grow up, chat. Although Quinn did laugh at the number. So maybe it, maybe it is six of nine. I wasn't so much maybe laughing it, at the, maybe the it number. Maybe four of 20. I wasn't so much laughing at the number, more just the fact that like we've reached the point of the season where I'm pulling out like, Nate Peterman. <laughs> Nate Peterman. Peter I didn't have that on my bingo card when we started the season. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. We'll, we'll we'll think about this a little bit. You guys can get in your final immature answers when we get to the end of the show. Hey, we obviously started uh, yesterday's show by giving a little bit of a DeMar Hamlin update. There was another one that came out a couple of minutes ago that I wanted to read to you guys just to top off the show because that's obviously the thing that we're thinking about most this week. This is for the Buffalo Bills. This is from their official account. Per the physicians caring for DeMar Hamlin at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, DeMar has shown remarkable improvement over the last 24 hours. While still critically ill, he has demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact. His lungs continue to heal, and he is making steady progress. We are all grateful for the love and support that he has received. Kyrie Elam, his, tweet, his, his teammate, also tweeted that DeMar is awake. That hasn't been officially tweeted out by the team or anything like that, but certainly it just seems like it has been nothing but positive news this morning, which is very, very encouraging, and I wanted to make sure anybody who was watching the show, listening to the chat that might not have seen that on Twitter, got to see that because, of course, that is on all of our minds this morning. 
Uh, do you want to get into Dogs of the Week? You want to yes. just get right into it? Let us do that. All right, let's do it. Chat, you know that this is involving you guys as well. When you look back at Week 17 in the NFL with the games that happened, the performances that there were, you let us know who we need to give a shout-out for, for a dog of the week. Mike, who is your first one? Dog. Oh, 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 I forgot. He's a dog. Dog. He scored five touchdowns. Dog. He's a dog. Uh, He's a dog. He is a dog. Absolutely. I don't know how I could forget the intro, but I forgot the intro. Mike, now. Yes. Let us know who your first dog of the week My first dog of the week is a guy we highlighted already on the show, but I want to highlight him again because it was a tremendous performance, and it's Kenny Pickett, highest overall grade of his NFL career. The Steelers starting quarterback, 92.4 overall grade in this one. The comeback win over the Ravens to keep their slim, albeit hopes, of making the playoffs alive. Four big-time throws, career high, zero turnover where he plays, career low, game-winning drive, ties a career high for game-winning drives in a game. All career best. What a game for Kenny Pickett. That was very encouraging. I will say the stats have been bad this year, but I have been impressed to some degree with Kenny Pickett, his poise, playing behind you know a less-than-stellar offensive line. That's always a big thing to look for in young quarterbacks, how they adjust to just the pressure that is the NFL game. It's usually a lot more than college. You're working from a lot tighter pockets. I think Kenny Pickett, more so than any rookie QB we've seen see the field this year, and now we haven't seen a ton of them, has looked comfortable. And that's a big thing. Now, can he get to the high end? Can he you know, turn into the elite? That's the questions we have from him. That basically coming out of Pittsburgh. Hasn't answered that bell yet, but the game-winning drive was as good as it gets as we've seen in the NFL this season on that last drive. So good start. Yeah, I agree with you. Kenny's best game for sure. And when you watched him in college, yeah, he had a ton of success um, the year before he came into this season. But some of it, you look at his pocket management, and you were like, all right, well, that stuff's not really going to fly as much in the NFL. Like, he'd be bailing from the pocket seven mm-hmm. steps deep, and he'd be rolling out all the way to the sidelines. And it's like, okay, that stuff can sometimes happen in the NFL, but it's not like you could live off that. And I felt like Kenny's pocket presence in college was going to need some work in the NFL. But, man, he seems to be playing super confident here already at the back end of his rookie year. I wasn't even sure if we were going to see it in the first year of his career. For as much as we saw it at Pittsburgh, I thought it'd be a little bit of a process for him to get used to it, to get comfortable to see a game like we saw this weekend from Kenny Pickett. So shout out to him, man. It was it was an awesome performance this past week. You know I had to start with the homer pick. Let's do it. Anytime, anytime, I left it for you. you know, I left it for anytime you. a Tampa Bay Buccaneer gets 207 receiving yards, mm. I got to put him out here, especially when it's a fan favorite like Mike Evans, who is my first dog of the week. 90.7 elite receiving grade was torching corners left and right. 12 targets, 10 catches, 207 aforementioned yards, three touchdowns on the day. Of course, the big win over the Panthers, which clinched the playoffs for the Bucks. And this was his, this was the game that put him over the 1,000 yard mark for the season as the ninth straight 1,000-yard season that he has had. Never been done before in NFL history. He is the only player to have this many 1,000-yard years to start an NFL career. I believe Jerry Rice had 11 in a row in the middle of his career. But Mm -hmm. to start a career, no one has done it. Mike Evans, we've known his play style to be that of a dog of the week and a dog for his team, but we have not seen it a lot this year. So for him to be able to do that, and it felt like the game that mattered most, had to give him this honor. Yes, uh, easy, easy choice. And like I said, I was looking through. You enfield yours out. I'm like, Treble, do this. Treble, mm-hmm. Treble, make the right decision here. So gave that one for you. Yeah. I'm going to stick with the wide receiver position, though. And, and I'm going to go to a guy who's been a dog, like Mike Evans, and it's Devontae Adams. Have to give him a shout-out for that catch, mainly, that he made on that game-tying drive at the end. Jared Stidham, one of the catches of the year. Now maybe a little bit lucky, but wow, 
What a grab that was. And on the day, seven catches, 153 receiving yards, two scores. Devontae Adams, one of your dogs of the week. I think he's a multiple-time dog of the week now at this point. Watching that game, we've had debates about wide receivers so many times on this show, right? We, we, we talked about um, Justin Jefferson versus Jamar Chase. You know, we've talked about a lot of different, okay, who's in your top five? Who's in your top three? All that. When Justin Jefferson was going off in the middle of the year, I talked about him being a top two wide receiver. My take at this point with Devontae Adams after seeing what he has done, of course, during his tenure with the Green Bay Packers and now again with the Las Vegas Raiders, even with the turmoil that they have, is, yeah, I think a guy like Tyree Kill might put more pressure on a defense, and I think that's certainly valuable. So if you would want to say he should be like wide receiver one in the NFL, mm-hmm. I wouldn't fight you on it. But when it comes to mastery of that position, of the yeah. wide receiver position, I don't think I could put anybody above Devontae That's Adams. fair. He, he just everything that goes into that position, truly mastering his craft. I don't think I could put anybody above Devontae Adams. It's been unbelievable. And I do have to give shout. Like there was a time when it was rare that wide receivers would change teams and really produce at the same level. Like they, a lot of times, wide receivers were I don't want to say products of their system, but that, that that just was not often the case that a guy just l- had the same production from going one one sort of team to another. Now we've seen that in recent years obviously change to a big degree, and especially this year. But Devontae Adams, I think, is proving that you know some wide receivers coming out of Green Bay get the knock that they're products of the quarterbacks that have been there, whether it's Brett Favre, whether it's Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams resoundly saying, no, that's not the case. Jared Stidham, I'm still going to put up 153. Uh, Victor said Daniel Jones in all caps. Love that. Um, and then Matt said Sauce Garner for going up against um, DK Metcalf shutting him down. That's been fantastic as well. Uncle Dusty said Jamal Williams. Uh, there's some other Lions players that are uh, they're getting mentioned in the chat, mm-hmm. which we're definitely going to get to. Um, Taste is Mike Williams. The buzzer says DeAndre Swift showing up in a big way this past weekend. Also Jared Goff. A lot of Lions love. There's always a ton of Lions love in the chat, but I kind of love it. Maybe not next week. Oh, man. Maybe not next week. My second dog of the week, I'm going to go with Marshawn Lattimore. It's mm-hmm. funny that I'm going Mike Evans, Marshawn Lattimore back-to-back for dog of the week titles. But Marshawn Lattimore is fantastic, man. Came back from injury for the first time this past weekend at 93.1 coverage grade this past weekend, which included a pick six. The man was shut down. 38 coverage snaps, only allowed five receptions for 44 yards on the day. He just was immediately he was immediately able to step back in against a damn good Eagles team, which, sure, they didn't have Jalen Hurts, but they had a lot to fight for, right? I mean, they win one game down the stretch here, and they get home field advantage in the NFC playoffs. Saints were standing in their way, and Mike, you said this could have been an upset, and it absolutely was, and a big reason why is because of how Marshawn Lattimore was up to the test against guys like Devontae Smith, guys like A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown had almost 100 yards receiving on the day, but 98, I think, of those yards came on that one long touchdown catch that Lattimore wasn't in coverage on him. It was Paul Sanadiva. So uh, Lattimore had nothing to do with that. Any other time that he was matched up with A.J. Brown, clearly locked him down. Um, Only had seven catches on the day, and outside of that 78-yard uh, bomb, basically only 20 yards to show for it. So Marshawn Lattimore, the secondary is different when he is in the game. He's one of the best corners out there when he's healthy. 100% agree. 100% agree. I'm going to stay at the cornerback position okay. for my last dog of the right. week. I'm going to go with one Jair Alexander of the Green Bay Packers. And now I may be a homer, but I am not a dishonest homer. He allowed only one yard in Week 17. Shut down Justin Jefferson, but it was not maybe what it was billed as. Yeah. 
He was tracking him across the field. But they did only go, watched all 34 of his coverage snaps, truly one-on-one, three times on there. They were giving him a lot of help. But Jair Alexander set the tone with his trash talk, set the tone with the pass breakup in one of the few times they did go one-on-one, and he set the tone by jamming whoever it was lined up across from Athlon scrimmage consistently played a damn near flawless game with what he was asked to do. And for that, we give him a dog of the week. I, I agree with it. I agree with it wholeheartedly. We would have had to give him this honor, even if he only went up against Justin Jefferson one rep, and it was the rep where he just grittied straight on top of him. Yeah, gritted. That I'd be that'd be a dog. That's a dog week. That's that is a dog of the week. And then he was wearing you know the big hat afterward, demanding his respect. That's dog mentality. It really is. Burning Ham giving a shout out to. Punt God. Well, I can't say punt God, but Jake Camarda, the Buccaneers punter for the late game for the uh, late game Houdini act. He says when uh, the that was incredible snap was truly almost blundered, and he picks it up and he goes for a run, and then he rugby style kicks it by the sideline. It just didn't make any sense outside of the foot, kept it in bounds. That was truly one of the best plays from a punter all year long. No so joke, that was one of the, the best punter. plays I've ever seen. It was nuts. <laughs> it, it was crazy for him to for him to punt it with the outside of his foot too to spin the ball back to make sure it stayed in bounds and not just ricocheted straight out of bounds. That's tough. Tough. It's a great dog of the week call out. All right. Chat, I see you. And my last dog of the week, I'm cheating here because it's it, it's a two-parter, but it has to be. It's the Lions pass rushers. It's the Lions defensive line. It's Aiden Hutchinson and it's James Houston IV. I have to give both of these guys the honors because their stats this past game were so incredibly impressive. I was not going to pick only one of these guys. Aiden Hutchinson, 90.7 overall grade, 85.9 passing grade, seven pressures, 31.8 pass rush win percentage this past weekend for Aiden Hutchinson. Unbelievable. And then James Houston. I mean, what more can we say about this dude? Elite 91.6 pass rushing grade, three sacks in the game. He's got eight sacks in six games and had a 20.0 pass rush win percentage this past week. Those two pass rushers, I could not pick between them. They both deserved it. They're both in Detroit. So when we send them a dog of the week trophy, they can both just put it in the locker room. It can just stay in the locker room and it can honor both of them because they absolutely deserve it. Yeah, Houston's no fluke. Uh, Flip on this guy's tape. You see a refined pass rusher and you see a guy that offensive tackles do not want to block because he is six foot tall with 34 inch arms. That is a unique combination. That, That guy does not exist too often in the NFL like that that no one wants one it's very difficult to get under a six foot tall human being it's very Elvis Doomerville-esque as a pass rusher in that he's just going to be able to bull rush you because you can't out leverage a guy like that and with his length he can get the first contact advantage so I do think James Houston is going to be a problem for years to come now maybe he's going to be a pass rush only type of guy maybe not an every down defensive end by my lord. If he's getting you eight sacks in six games it doesn't really matter (laughs) it doesn't really matter he could basically be uh Hired as a as a mercenary pass rusher, just go around the league. Basically, you know, you're signing like one year deals, and you're just going to whatever contending team needs this mercenary pass rusher. It feels like it, if, if that's going to be the case, so many people have said, and I had not heard this. If this is his actual nickname, James the Problem Houston. Hmm. I didn't know that his nickname was the Problem, but then <laughs> an M Jets fan said James, and then in quotations, James Houston, Houston. So his nickname's James, James Houston. <laughs> Let's call him Tex. Well, he's the fourth, right? Why are we talking? Why are we calling nickname him Tex? James Houston, Houston, James Houston, Tex. James Houston, James Houston, Texas. We'll call him Tex. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Big Tex. Big Tex. 
all right, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. We could do this. We could make this happen. Um, I guess it's, so. People are calling obviously James Houston the problem, and then somebody else said that Hutchinson is the solution. So it's the problem and the solution on the same defensive line. Mm. And I love it. No. Nah. What does that get you then? Back to where you started. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to think of it differently. He's, he's a pray. One's a solution it. for the Lions' defense. The other one's a problem for the offense. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I guess it's a little different. They don't yeah. have to be, you know, going up against each other. I don't know. They can work together. <laughs> I love. I'm a sucker for a good like duo nickname. This is though. good. You know what I'm saying? But it is a, that they are going to be. I mean, next four years. They're like Smash and Dash is, is is it's overplayed now. You know, but mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Really was a transformative. Could be a transformative draft though for this Detroit Lions team. My my favorite one. My now now that I just thought of this, you guys remember when Lendale White and Chris Johnson were on the same Titans team? Yeah. Chris Johnson, this is, I think, after the 2K yard season when he was obviously like a very big deal. He nicknamed himself every coach's dream. And then Lendale White still wanted to be like part of the, Dang. you know, like the duo. The smash and dash so then Lendale White said, okay, if Chris Johnson's every coach's dream, then my nickname is every opposing coach's nightmare. So then that, was, that. that, was, that was the duo nickname. Yeah. It's a long nickname, but I. I can dig it. I mean, I like it. I think that, I think that, that works. All right. Um, you ready to get into trivia? Let's do it. Close, it's close trivia last. time, baby. It's trivia time. This is when the love for the chat gets a little less because the competitive juices are flowing. There's only one crown that we get every single week, and it's right here for trivia. Are you smarter than a PFF grader? We've been doing this all season long. It's tied 5-5 in the standings, which means everything's on the line. This isn't our last week of trivia. I said yesterday, maybe it would be. It's not. So we still got a little bit more time to go. But of course, we're getting down to the last stretch. And uh, these are going to be very, very crucial. Mike, you shut the laptop. I'm shutting the laptop as well. The chat said yesterday when your watch went off. Yeah. That you need, I'm looking that at. you need to take, I take the watch, the watch off? off. Yeah. I will also, I will also take the watch off. That was a toss right, right on my jacket. That was, a, that, was, that was, I'm. I'm impressed. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to break this. I'm just going to. I'm just going to put it down here. Um, that was that was incredibly impressive, though. I'm kind of I'm kind of shook by the toss. You, <laughs> you're a good athlete, though. I'll give you that. All right, Quinn. Can you name us the categories for today's? Are you smarter than a PFF grader? Uh, I can't. Great. Because I we just I got a list of ten questions here. Okay. I didn't put, I didn't put them in categories. <laughs> I'll try to come up with some on the fly. We'll call Wait, this. Wait. Um, hold on. Did you come up with the questions? Uh, no, shout out Dave Silk. Okay, okay. I just want to know. The, I just yeah. want to know. Thank the you. allegiance is like, no, that's fair. Okay. Just yeah. playing we the game. Him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we'll call this first category. Yeah. Awesome. No, that's that's lame. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say awesome offense, but that's that's not even alliteration. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it kind of sounds like it, it is alliteration. It's yeah. alliteration is first to the sound, not right. the. Uh, it's still kind of lame. We'll, All right. We'll call, what's we'll the first it, question? We'll call it awesome offense. First question. This team leads the NFL with 18 offensive plays, gaining 40-plus yards. Is it the Eagles, Dolphins, Panthers, or Lions? Whoo. That's a good question. 40? Man, one of these things is not like the other. It can't be the Panthers, right? I mean, come I'm on. Like, there's no way. It might be, though. There's no way the Panthers lead the NFL 
but it's real. It's such an outlier that I want to go with it. There's it gets interesting that forty. They be in this. No, no, forty. I can think of one. P.J. Walker. P.J. Moore. So P.J. Walker to D.J. Moore is one. We're not <laughs> yeah, going to be able to name all of them. Um, I'm not doing the Panthers. I'm not voting for the Panthers. I think it's the Lions. I think it's the Lions and the Eagles. Okay. I really do. Uh, let me think. We got Dolphins as the top bar. I would. Hmm. I'd lean. Of those two. Would you, uh, look, if you, my first instinct was Dolphins, but then the Panthers being up there threw me for a loop. So you think it's a, you think it's the Dolphins? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Tyreek himself has probably eight. You think he's got that many? Yeah, I think. I mean, how many does AJ Brown have though? Yeah, AJ five, Brown's six, got five, six. You know. I know Waddle's got a bunch, though, too. Yeah, and Waddle has. I mean, they had, like, th three on Christmas Day alone. I'd be okay with the Dolphins. Okay. So you want to go with the Dolphins? Yeah, let's go with Dolphins. Okay, all right. We're going, Dol we're going Dolphins. We're going Dolphins here. I bet chat goes Dolphins. And chat is going Dolphins as well. Yeah, okay. It's the Lions. God! You guys had it. Telltale sign of a uh, team that's not prepared. You guys outthunk yourselves. Outsmarted your yourselves. Even though, even though I, my first immediate thought was the Lions, but then I, I yeah, my bad. No, it's all right. It's all right. Dolphins are they're easy to convince yourself. Mm -hmm. <sighs> all right, what's the next one? Zero zero. All right, was it close for the chat? Uh, yeah, it was like two percent. It was really close towards the end, With and the they Lions. they also had the Lions. Yeah, oh, would have been brutal. Would have been brutal. Didn't lose ground, though. All right. What's next? Uh, another reason why this category shouldn't be called awesome offense is because this is not an awesome stat. Uh, the Colts and this team are the only teams to have only one pass touchdown on throws 20-plus yards downfield. Patriots, Jets, Cardinals, or Falcons. The Colts and this team are the only teams to have one passing touchdown on throws of 20 or more yards down the field. I don't think it's the Patriots. I don't think it's the Patriots either. Technically, Jacoby Myers did throw a touchdown yeah. more than 20 yards. I'm literally trying to think of any long touchdown for any of these teams. I'm trying. I'm leaning. Leaning B. We have the Jets. We know the Falcons haven't thrown a touchdown in uh, three weeks. Well, Jets are on the top of the bar. Because um, Ritter hasn't thrown one. Yeah. 
Mariota didn't. Mariota's got like one of the lowest average depth. No, he's got one of the higher average depth. Yeah, targets. it's higher. They, they're downfield passing. Yeah, they do throw it. Hmm. I don't know. Your call. I was kind of thinking Jets or Cardinals. It would be wild if the Cardinals only had one yeah, pass touchdown of 20 plus yards. No way, right? No, no, no. We can go with the Jets. Okay, let's go Jets. Chat is going Atlanta Falcons. Okay. It is a bird. It's the Cardinals. Ah! <laughs> Makes sense, though. <laughs> they, they don't have a great receiving <laughs> core. At least they didn't for the better part of the season, and now Kyler's out. Uh, I did, you know what? I did not think about Hopkins being out at the beginning of the year. I should have thought about that. My bad. And I did not think about that. Ah. I was remembering a Hollywood Brown touchdown, and I felt like that one was very close, if not over 20 yards. So I was like, ah, do I give it to him? Man, that's brutal for the Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury. Tough, my guy. All right, 0-0. Zero, zero. Neither of us on the board to start this one out. Okay, all right. What's question three? All right, I feel good about this category name. Right. We'll okay. call it Defensive Dudes. Nice. Defensive dudes. Another alliteration. This team leads the NFL with 26 batted passes. Chiefs, Vikings, Ravens, or Dolphins? Oh, batted passes. Hmm. I have no handle on this one. Although, wait. I have a little bit of a handle. Maybe. Grasping at handles. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find anything. Um, I really don't. I would, immediately, off the top of my head, I would lean B or C. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking Ravens. I think Calais has a bunch this year. Yeah, well, he's but six, I, seven. He but, better. Yeah. but 26 is like no one has that on their own. That's a group effort. That's a... Right. Dude, I don't know. He's throwing dart here. I feel like Hunter and Zedarius would have a bunch. Mm -hmm. No, it's... Your call, I, I, I really... Mm. Chiefs at the top of the bar. I don't think it's the Chiefs. I would be kind of shocked if it was the Chiefs. Because yeah. I don't think Carl Loftus is going to be like a, you know, batted passes guy. I guess they do have veterans on the line, though. Mm. They do have a veteran defensive line. Kind of all do. You have any leaning at all? I thought Ravens, but that's just because I know Calais. Has a bunch. a bunch. But that's the only reason why. You make a call. I kind of want to go with the Vikings. Yeah, do it. All right, we'll go with the Vikings. 
chat is going with the Chiefs. Okay. This is one where you should have taken into account the question maker because it is a Chiefs. Oh. Oh, Saul's big Chiefs chat. They also have uh, Carlos Dunlap. I have no idea how many batted oh, passes yeah. he a has. Bunch. But, uh, yeah, I thought about Dunlap. He was Dunlap. with the Bengals. He's the, he was a batted He's pass king. Enough. I thought about Dunlap at the yeah. end. Man, I just I looked at it and I was like, I don't think Carloftis is going to have a lot. Uh, I figured that Dunlap would, but... I, I guess in my mind, I didn't think that he was that heavy in the rotation. I guess he is. Damn it. Damn. All right. Down 1-0. Down 1-0. -oh. Down -oh. Our lack of preparation is showing up. <laughs> Got to turn around. Got to turn around right here. You guys ready? Yep. Mm -hmm. Fourth question. Saints and this team have the fewest interceptions forced on defense this season with five. Falcons, Panthers, Giants, or Commanders? I defer to you. I think I know. No handle. No handle at all? Nothing. <clears throat> Falcons at the top of the bar. Mm -hmm. AJ. I think it's Falcons at the Giants. Okay. Well, you. wait a second. How many did the Giants have this past weekend? I think it might have been the Giants before this weekend. Mm -hmm. But Landon had a pick six, and I think there was one other one, too, that they got this weekend. Oh. All right, we'll go Falcons. Do it. I think we'll go Falcons. I can't. I cannot remember very many Falcons interceptions this season. Chat is going with the Giants. Chat's opening it up a little bit. Oh, the Giants. Oh man! So I originally thought it was the Giants, but how many picks did the Giants have this weekend? I don't know. Eli, can you tell us? Uh, give me one sec. Okay. Because I thought I thought the Giants had two, and that would have made me. Didn't they not have an interception? For they didn't. A long they, did. time? they didn't. That's that's why. Like right off the bat, I was like Giants. I think my answer is the Giants here, but I thought they had at least two this past weekend. They only had one. They mm. did, man. I'm just. Oh, well. I'm, I'm out thinking the crap out of myself this week. All right. Yeah, and someone's in your head, so that doesn't help either. 2 0. Yeah, the Lord is, because he's with us always. Uh, okay, all right, what's the next question? All right, I, I'm giving up on uh, on categories. We're just going to call it, we're just going to lump the rest of these. I'm going to call it tremendous trivia. Okay, we're nice. going to call We're going to call it the greatest comeback of all time. Yeah. We're going to call it 2-0, the we most dangerous lead in trivia. We can do that. All right. Which team leads the NFL in yards after the catch as a group with 2,752 yards, nearly 400 yards more than any other team? Is it the Lions, the Chiefs, the Packers, or the Raiders? Holy cow. Uh, hmm. I was gonna say I thought I knew, but maybe 
I think I still know. Okay, go there. I think I also know. Okay. What answer do you think it is? <laughs> I'm trying to. How do I? Or make that. Yeah, I. That's one of the two teams that I thought it would be between. Okay. Got to think of the question maker. Mm -hmm. But actually, both of my potential answers go into the question maker. Mm -hmm. Dave does want to restore the roar. Dave is also a Chiefs fan. Yeah, these are the two it is between. Thought it was the Lions and Chiefs. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I think Chiefs. Okay. Right. They just they also have what like five hundred more passing yards than anyone else. Like Mahomes is way out in front in terms of passing yardage, which goes into they should get more yards, get more yards after the catch. All right, we're going with Chiefs. B. Chad is also going Chiefs. All right. Good answer. Who? Chiefs. On the board, yeah. baby. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. We're feeling it. Feeling it. Here we go. Here we go. 3 1, the most dangerous lead in trivia. That's what they say. Let's get on it. All right. Justin Jefferson has the most catches versus single coverage with 44. Who ranks second with 43? Is it Mike Evans, Deontay Johnson, CeeDee Lamb, or Garrett Wilson? Hmm. That's a good question. Hmm. Ah, man. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm leaning one way, but I'm not. I don't feel great about any of these. Like I don't know for sure. I, I would say not CD. I that my immediate guess was not CD. Probably, and probably not Garrett for kind of similar. Reasons in that you get single coverage on the outside, you know. Yeah. I, th I think it might be Deontay. That's where I was leaning. That's who I wanted. I was gonna say. All right, we'll go Deontay. Deontay Johnson. All right, we're going Deontay Johnson. Uh, give me like one sec. Chat's tied. Uh, chat is going. I just ended the poll with Deontay Johnson last mm. second. That's horseshit. <laughs> Should have been a little quicker to end that poll because it is Deontay Johnson. Damn. Damn. Who's it between? Who'd they have in between? Uh, it was Johnson and Lamb. <sighs> they were tied for literally like 10 seconds, so I just had to wait. It wasn't going to be Lamb. You should have ended it and had the chat chat. <laughs> All right, 4-2 lead. Most dangerous lead in trivia. How many questions do we have left? Uh, three? One, two, three, four. Oh, we got four. All right. Okay. All right. Good time. Right. Cool, 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 He leads the NFL with 19 forced incompletions. Carlson Davis, James Bradbury, Sauce Gardner, or Darius Williams. Man, it's one of two. Man. 
it's one of two. Who are the two? Uh, you know who the two are. Darius Williams is second in the NFL in pass breakups right now. I know that. I know that's not. Forcing completions. But a pass breakup is a forcing completion. Forcing completion isn't necessarily a pass breakup. It's one of those Venn diagrams. Mm. One's holding close by the other. Hmm. I know his sauce had at least two this weekend. James Bradbury has led the NFL for a while now. Not by a lot, but he has been just ahead of sauce for a while. Do it. Pull the trig. Chat's probably going sauce. Chat is probably going sauce, but it might be. Yeah. Because he did. If you vote in the poll, can you change your answer? No, it locks you in after your first guess. All right, all right, all right. That's good. Chad is always like wait for the hint and then like there's 40 votes by the time I can actually type it in so realistically the hint doesn't give them that much help honestly I think it's Bradbury okay do it <sighs> if you think it is but it's I, I genuinely think it's either him or sauce and yeah. it's a coin flip I know sauce leads the NFL with I want to say 14 pass breakups but I know Bradbury's top three. I think Darius Williams is second. So I think Bradbury's like 12 or 13. But then Finks. Your call. All right, just go James Bradbury. I don't think they're going to go James Bradbury, so just go James we Bradbury. Need, we need to take back points here. Yeah, yeah. What's Chad going? James Chad is going Bradbury. No! Oh, they did. Yeah, I'll talk. So is Bradbury the final answer? Yeah. The final answer. Okay. It's sauce. Yeah. Fuck. 2% difference between uh, Gardner and Bradbury. Poo! Is he the best corner in the NFL right now? He's played the best. Yeah, I mean, he's t- yeah, top three for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you even even if you even if you want to put a couple of corners ahead of him, if you want to consider full context, age, contract, everything, you're taking Sauce basically above yeah. every corner in the NFL. I think I think everybody would choose Sauce given all that. Damn, damn. I should have. He's got to be like one ahead. He's got to be like one ahead of Bradbury. I should argue harder for Sauce, but I thought they were going to go there, and I thought we just needed the points if you. All right, what's the next one? Laramie Tunsil has the best PFF pass block grade among tackles this season with a 90.9 pass blocking grade. Which tackle is second with a 90.5 PFF pass blocking grade? Is it Tristan Wirfs, Andrew Thomas, Taylor Moton, or Dion Dawkins? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, C and D seem... Like they don't belong in the yeah, same in the same group as Dwarfs and Thomas. Hmm. 
want to say anything because we gotta like protect our answer. No. Because if we want to, we want to go different. Then we have to. We can't. We can't just let them trail us because yeah. they're up. No more help for you. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Trailing all our answers. <laughs> all right. Um, I think. My initial thought was that it's Andrew Thomas. Okay. Because Thomas has had one of the highest pass blocking grades in the NFL, or at least he did for the first half, the majority mm-hmm. of the season. But I think we've already had a question like this in a previous trivia. So is Dave giving say, us this question? I wanted to say Tristan Wirfs, truthfully. But I don't know. What's the, Is the chat overwhelmingly going with one? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Are they overwhelming me going with? I'm not telling you. Okay. What do you think? I just think we have to guess the opposite. That's why I'm not going to tell you. Tristan. Um, this is also one where they can look it up, right? Mm-hmm. There's a couple. There's a couple of them where they can't. They can't really look it up yeah. like that. You just can't look it up that fast. The stats. Mm-hmm. This one you can. This one you could just go to premium stats and sort pass blocking grade. So if they're overwhelmingly going one, then I feel like we're okay. Well, I don't well, care. You, you, you guess. Twice. You guess. I don't care. Let's go Tristan Wars. Okay, we're going Tristan Wars. Okay, chat is going with Andrew Thomas. Yeah. Sound logic, boys. It's Tristan Wirfs. Let's go, baby! Here we go. There we go. Love it. Love it. What do we got? Two questions hey, chat, left? Buy a, Down uh, one? Yeah, buy a PFF subscription and you would have gotten that answer. Yeah. You would have closed out the game right there. It's true. Use the promo code Hold this L uh, for 25% off. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we have three questions left or two? Two. Okay. All right. Whew. Here we go. Whew. Down one. Let's go, baby. All right. This yep. team has the fewest pass touchdowns when targeting the wide receiver position. Is it the Ravens, the Steelers, the Jets, or the Colts? Who plays wide receiver for the Ravens? <laughs> uh, Rashad, Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman and yeah, Rashad has. Bateman and I think Duvernay has. No idea. James Prochet. Uh, James Prochet. Prochet. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, I think Steelers I have to have more than four at this point, right? I think. I th- I'm, I'm pretty confident on two of these answers. Okay. I'm pretty confident. Um, what was it? It was Ravens, Steelers, Jets, Colts. Okay, does the chat have enough guesses? Uh, yeah, it's still pretty close though. So if you guys want to like give them time to maybe go one way or the other, 
No, because I... I think I know this one. I just don't want to be wrong, obviously. Okay. You don't want to. You don't want to guess the opposite because we do have one question in the in the tank. Mm -hmm. Just go. Just what? What do you think? I think it's the Steelers. Okay. Because it was Mitchell Trubisky to start the season, mm -hmm. basically no production. We know Deontay Johnson doesn't have a touchdown. George yeah. Pickens has some, but he's still a rookie, barely any. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. They just they don't score a lot of points, and I have to think that when Lamar was playing, yes, Mark Andrews again a lot, but Mark Andrews also missed a little bit of time because he was hurt. Mm -hmm. Rashad Bateman did play during yeah. the season. Duvernay was Duvernay going off for a little bit. Um, I think it's the Steelers. Yeah. What they had Najee had their one last week. Right. Yeah. So I like that. I'm going to go with the Steelers. We're going with the Steelers. Chat is also going with the Steelers. Damn it. It is the Steelers. Okay. <sighs> but at least we get. You got one left. Chat was between the Steelers and the Ravens. Yeah, it was, it was really close that whole time. Were the Ravens ever in front? Uh, they were really early, like right at the beginning of the question, but then they started to, to yeah. even out. Yeah, I knew that one. Yeah, we needed that one. Yeah, we did need that one. All right, 5-4, uh, most dangerous lead in trivia. With one question left. Yeah. With one question remaining. All right, Patrick Mahomes and this quarterback have the most games this season with multiple pass touchdowns. Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, or Geno Smith. Man. I know where I want to. I have a leaning, but okay. it's literally so. just that. It's just it's just a leaning. All right, don't give them a hint. And yeah, just don't give them a hint. You got to give us theirs before. So yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna say you got to give us theirs just so we could take a hail mary if we need one. But we'll give them ample time. Yeah. I'll try to stop it once it gets to like ninety votes. Ninety's like the cap normally. Right. So, huh? Debating. How, how many are you between? How confident do you feel? I feel fairly, but not, not, not super. I'll say. Derek Carr is uh, on the on the uh, on the top. This one's heavy. This one's heavy. All right. How many votes are they at? Uh, they're at about 80 right now. All right. Ten more people vote. Get in there. Get in there. And then close the poll. I will. And then, then, then you tell us. Okay. Um. Chat is going. Geno Smith. Okay. Nice. It was between him and Kirk. I thought it was, I think it's Kirk. You think it's Kirk? I think okay. it's Kirk. I was thinking Aaron Rodgers, but if you think it's Kirk. Do you think it's Aaron Rodgers? I did. He's just been either multiple touchdowns. Either multiple or zero this year. I think like all of this is coming either one game or none. But that, go with Kirk. Go with Kirk. If you thought Kirk. I feel like Kirk's had a bunch of games where it's been at least two. All right, go Kirk then. Go. Because like, how many yeah. touchdowns is, does Rodgers have on the year? It's not like a. It's not that many, right? No, it hasn't been obviously like years past, but he's not like. He's, I'd say above average. He's in like the high in the mid twenties, right? Something like that. I just go Kirk though. If you if you think Kirk, I don't have. A I great just I, mean, I don't I, know. I, I don't have a great handle on where Kirk's numbers are. 
So, all right, we're going Kirk. Chat locked it up. It's Gino. It was Gino, man. Chat didn't write back. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be Kirk or Gino. I was okay going opposite either way. Coughed it up early. It's on me. We got to study up next week. Yeah. 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 We got to study up next week. It's irresponsible. Raj has 25 TDs. How many? Raj got 25? Yeah. See, if you would have told me 25, yeah, I would have told you. It does not Damn. Nine such games. All right, chat. <laughs> it's my fucked. Oh man, Cole screaming! It's not Kirk in the chat. <laughs> Matt said, "And now we pray." <laughs> they locked the final answer. That was fun. It's fun when those goes uh, those those come down to the wire. Matt said, "GG's lever." Somebody blocked Matt. Somebody blocked Matt's IP address, so we can't get in the chat anymore. That's fun. It's fun every single week. That's a blast for us. Uh, even when we lose, it only motivates us to be better next time. So, all right, chat. You guys got to win. Six wins on the season for you guys. Five wins for us. We're going to have trivia next week. We're going to be back even. We still got time. We still got time here. Now they're spamming L's in the chat. They're spamming L's in the chat for uh, for me and you. All right, before we get out of here, what's your best bets for Week 18? So here's I was just looking at some of the stuff that we got wrong. Yeah. The Chiefs have the two leaders in the NFL right now. Bad at passes. George Karloftis and Carlos Dunlap both have Karloftis is up there? Yeah, they both have seven. Dude, Dunlap's the batted pass king, man. Bad, yeah, I, that, I mean, that totally messed me up. Yeah. I would have never considered Karloftis there. Interesting. I know. All right. I know. Okay. All right. All right. All right. My best bet of the weekend. Yeah, what do you got? Jacksonville Jaguars minus six and a half against Tennessee Titans. <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot on the line. I guess it's minus six now. A, Josh Dobbs is starting for the Titans. Josh Dobbs was signed December 21st by the Tennessee Titans. Josh Dobbs has been there for a week and a half. Is going to be the guy going up against Jaguars. This isn't like Baker Mayfield even signing, who playing, who's signed that week. It's like a guy who's never played good football that also doesn't know the scheme. That's going up against the Jaguars defense that's been playing good ball of late. And then oh yeah, by the way, Trevor Lawrence on the other side. So yeah, give me the Jaguars minus six. That's fair. That's very fair. I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers getting three and a half. They're going to be fighters. I see. I, I they're can't. They're fighters. I, I just. They're playing for Wilkes, man. When there's nothing on they're the line. They're playing for Wilkes. Wilkes is on the line. Might Pride's well on the line. Yeah. No, I, I know. I understand. But it's just, it's, it's difficult Darnold, for me to bet a game. Darnold, it's final audition. Where you don't have, where the, the, the motivation no, isn't quite there. Panthers are winning this football game. Yeah. Yeah. Them getting three and a half, easy call. Late season Andy Dalton noted uh, season spoiler. Ooh. So, I mean, there's nothing really. I mean, they just beat the Eagles. Spoil, though. That was just easy spoiler. So, like, he got it out of the way last mm-hmm. week. You know? Yeah. Uh, Quinn, we need a win here before we get out of here. Question of the day. Nathan Peterman's touchdown. No, big-time throw to turnover-worthy play ratio. Correct. The numbers. Everybody get their final numbers in here. I looked it up. Oh, you but did? But mine was 3-20. to 20, And I'll just let you know, I was incorrect. Like in a good way or a bad way? I gave him too much credit. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no way. All right. I'm going to go. Maybe it is. Daniel said 1 in 69. Maybe it is 1 in 69. All right. I'll go two big time throws. I'm going to stay with that. Okay. And then I'm going to go 26 
turnover worthy plays. Some people in the chat are saying three and 16, two and 18, four and 17, zero and 25. Good God. Two and 26. Yeah, that's what I'm going with, Philip. Yep. Uh, Jason saying three and 42. Sean saying one and 28. All right, what is it? What's the final? What, what's the what final? is it, Mike? It is one and 11. Oh, 144 pass attempts, if I'm not mistaken. One big time throw in his career. Boo. <laughs> That's not good. Salute. How is he in the league? Remembers, remembers it like it was yesterday, dude. Yeah, he sucks. Just let him not. What are you talking about? He had that big time throw. He did. So he I have zero. He's just got to focus on the play. I also have zero turnover with the play. So. All right. There we go. That's the show, everybody. Chat, enjoy the victory. Do we have a chat champ on the day from trivia? We do. Uh, probably one of my favorite comments I've seen in a while. It's just L ball, and it's Dion Moore. Shout out to Dion. Anytime you get me to laugh, you're a really good chance when chat champ. All right, congrats, Half Dion. Clap. I don't really support such behavior, but it's a quiet golf clap. Yeah. Quiet golf clap. So we got here. Congrats to Dion, chat champ of trivia. Congrats to everybody who participated in trivia chat. Uh, you get the well-deserved victory for a week. We're coming for you next week. We're coming for that title. We're coming back to even it up. Uh, Mike, you're not here tomorrow, right? I am not. I will be going to LA for the national championship game. Mm. So, it's gonna be fun. Will yeah. you? It's gonna be Mike fun. gone on January sixth. Hmm. Jesus Christ! The day of remembrance. Is that like the David Blaine stare from the David Blaine Cheese Its videos? I didn't say All I was right, going well, straight uh, to LA. Enjoy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, enjoy the national championship. Yeah. We still have one more show. Gonna have a special guest hosted with me tomorrow, and you know because I love a good teaser. I'm not going to tell you guys who it is. You're just going to have to tune in tomorrow. All right, for Trevor Sikama, for Mike Renner, for everybody in the production portal, we will see you guys and our guest co-host tomorrow at 11 a.m. on Issues Football. See you guys then. It's not about politics. It's about football. This is a simple game. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to pass the ball. He's just going to play football, really. How good of a football player are you? I just get in and try to spin it. That's all. I just love the game. It really is the best time of the year.